You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hey everyone, my name is Kevin Brown. I want to extend my greetings to you, especially to our visitors. If you are a guest today, you're always welcome at Asbury University. I'm so glad that, that you are here. And I also want to register my excitement that we are a part of the Collegiate Conference of the South. Mark is right. This is a historic day for Asbury University. This is a fantastic conference with really, really fantastic schools. It's an honor and privilege to have our name alongside those other schools. And there has just been a ton of work that has gone into that from our athletics department. So I'm so thankful for them. As was mentioned, uh, I was an athlete a long time ago. Did you see that hair in that picture? Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm clapping too. I wish I had some. I was, had the, the fortune of sharing a few comments uh, with an all-student-athlete gathering as we started our school year, and I wanted to share some of those comments with you here this morning. You've heard me say before that the goal of Asbury University is this full student formation. You are not some brain receptacle that we populate with information and move you down an assembly line. It's formation that we're after. And if I'm honest, in decades past, As Asbury Athletics was sometimes seen as an accessory to that mission and not fundamental to it. And I just wanna say clearly, Asbury Athletics plays a significant role in our fulfillment of the mission of full student formation. So when I was an athlete, there were really important values, these formational values that I learned myself. And I wanna name a few of those for you, these things that get cultivated. The first one is discipline. Discipline is important for everything. And no, no student athlete, especially in college, wakes up and they're this full-functioning, high-performing athlete. It takes lots and lots of practice. You're habituating these skills. But let me say as a parallel, no one wakes up in the morning and they're a fully-functioning, high-performing Christian. It doesn't happen because you want it or simply because you assent to things in your mind, but you live into that, you practice it. When I was in high school and college, I had this weird phenomenon that before a game was played, I was so nervous. I was nervous uh, when, when they would sing the national anthem and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make mistakes. And I was thinking about the game. Do I have to go to the bathroom? You know, all, all the nerves until the game started, until I touched the ball in my hand and started playing. Because then my, my brain went away and my instincts took over. And that's because those instincts were habituated through thousands of hours of practice. And again, I think there's a spiritual parallel here. We refine our spiritual instincts through practice. Our practice makes our habits. It makes us who we are. So I learned discipline. I learned community, partnering together to achieve a common end. I found that that was the most important thing after I was done with sports. Not remember the game that this happened, but I remembered my brothers and sisters that I competed with. I learned tradition, wisdom, habits, practices of excellence that are passed down over time. I learned perspective. 
I learned to see myself as a part of a larger vision, as a part of a system. And I learned resilience. I learned to take meaningful risks. I learned to fail. I learned to be okay with that. And I learned to live and live into those failures and learn from them. I also learned what athletics couldn't do for me. I think this is a really important point. You heard it from our panelists. Don't expect sports to do for you what only Jesus can do. Let me just quickly share a story from one of my favorite sports movies ever, Chariots of Fire. You guys have seen this? Maybe, maybe not. Great movie. And everyone talks about Eric Little in the movie. He's the protagonist. He went on to be a missionary. But I was always drawn to the other athlete, Harold Abrahams. The movie is about the 1924 Olympics. And Harold Abrahams is a racer, a runner, 100 yards. He's never lost before. And he, he approaches the 1924 Olympics, but then there's this really, really vulnerable moment he has right before the race. He says this to one of his teammates. He says, I'm forever in pursuit, and I don't even know what I'm chasing. And he said, and now, in one hour's time, I'll be out there again. I'll raise my eyes and look down that corridor four feet wide with 10 lonely seconds to justify my existence. I've known the fear of losing, but now I'm almost too frightened to win. Profound statement. He's had this, this gap within him that he always thought would be fulfilled if he won Olympic gold. And now he's confronted with a new challenge. What happens if I get the thing I've always wanted and it's still not enough? Don't expect athletics to do for you what only Christ can do. So I learned these values and they're not just sporting values, they're formational values and they're kingdom values. There's a reason that Paul uses the metaphor of athletics so much in scripture. And I, I just wanna affirm what Austin said. I recognize that there are students who select into Asbury solely for athletics. They come because they wanna play shortstop. They're gonna be point guard. They're gonna run. They're gonna play volleyball. They're gonna swim. But I just wanna say my concern has less to do with how a student comes. My concern has to do with how you leave. Do you have the full intellectual experience, rigorous intellectual classroom work that you're prepared to enter the marketplace? You're prepared to serve, you're prepared to think well, seek the norms of truth. We want you to be socially connected. We want every student to have a life-transforming encounter with the living God. That's the concern. I just want to end by saying this. I shared this with the athletes. The world's watching. You actually don't know the significance of the statement I'm making to you, and that's okay. But I just want to tell you the world is watching. And the question is, what, what will they see? Mark and I had a meal some time ago with a conference commissioner out west. And Within the league, there were a couple of Christian schools and there were some non-Christian schools. And the question was raised, do the non-Christian schools have a problem with the Christian schools? The commissioner said, yeah, they do, actually. And then the question was, what, like praying before games and stuff? He said, oh, no, no, no. They don't mind Christian schools praying before games. They don't have a problem with that. They do have a problem with Christian schools praying before games and then being belligerent towards the officials 
and towards the other team. They do have a problem hearing inappropriate language, being hostile, being dirty. So the problem is not prayer. The problem is not being Christian, he said. The problem is praying before a game and then not behaving in a Christian way. That was a convicting exchange. When others see us, do they see Christ? When they see our athletes, do they see Christ? When they see any student, what do they see? Do they see character? Do they see excellence? By the way, the, the Latin root of competition uh, actually means seeking excellence together. Do they see unity? I always love the metaphor of a knot in a rope because that means when the rope gets pulled from both sides, the knot actually gets stronger. It gets more unified. That's my image for unity that I wanna share with the athletes. Be the knot, get stronger when the conditions get more difficult. And finally, do they see Christ? I love what Mark Whitworth says several times. He says, leave no doubt. Just let's leave no doubt. Leave no doubt about who we are. When others play us, when others see us, when they encounter us, that they would see character, that they would see excellence, that they would see unity, and that they would see Christ. Let's leave no doubt. I'm so thankful for you all. I'm thankful for every single one of our students. I'm so thankful for our student athletes. Thankful that we have a chapel where we can recognize them and the amazing coaches that wake up and go to sleep every day seeking to serve them. God bless you all. Thank you, Dr. Brown. Thank you, Mark Whitworth. Thank you, Asbury coaches. And thank you, Team AU, for all of you being a part of us making each other better together uh, and walking with Christ and pushing each other on. Uh, let's pray together. Father, this morning, uh, we're grateful uh, for these testimonies and these stories. Father, uh, we're grateful that you plant us in families. God, just a testimony of these teams and the experience of deeper commitment to one another and God of your presence uh, with them. Father, for the way that you call us to be set apart. And Lord, uh, we celebrate together as a campus community, our athletics and the stories that we've heard of how they shape us for life. And God, together, uh, we are committed uh, to the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. So for the way that you are forming yourself in us uh, to become who you made us to be, we celebrate together. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Have a great weekend.